Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Uh, that song lifts my spirits. That's a great uh, song. It actually has a, a lot of feeling and roots from like the grunge scene from the 90s. Benny, you know I wish I wrote that song. <laughs> <laughs> like listening to it i could write that song was good it's really good we're yeah. gonna play it at the very end of the show um that is ben shaw i met him uh, at bailey's corner in clinton here he played last week um he's going to be on the show january 13th in studio did you know that benny uh no i did not until now <laughs> he's gonna come across the ferry with me and we're going to play some music in studio starting 2023 off with a, a bang how's Fantastic. that Fantastic. it's great a great way to bring in the new year i'll get it out there and the song is Love Lays Lying, mm. and it's uh, the uh, com. You can check that out. But we'll be playing that uh, song at breaks, and we'll play the whole song at the very end. And this week's theme is uh, Self-Love 101. I like it. Practicing it before you get sick during the holidays. So when I heard that song, Love Lies, Love Lies, Bleeding. Well, that's another song. That's actually Benny. <laughs> Benny, who is that? Elton John. Okay. Love lays lying. I thought of uh, my practice of self-love, self-care during the holidays, and how I always try to tell people it's good to stop before you get sick. And so I invented hibernating holiday when I worked at Starbucks. And it's the no moon of December. And it's the darkest, longest night of the year. So you're supposed to sleep in, eat, drink, and be merry. So me and my kids would always skip school, even on a Tuesday or whenever it was, the new moon. And then we would uh, watch black and white movies, Christmas movies, uh, eat like really good food and stay in our jammies. <laughs> and then we never got sick. That's perfect. I, did, way. I love it. I did. I did cancel Christmas, though. <laughs> I mean, you canceled it in a one in one way or a form of. Instead of gifts, we gave experiences. Right. So I took them places and we did fun things, but we didn't do the the stuff anymore. And that's been like 15 years. And self-love actually pours into the rest of your life. So if you're loving yourself and saying no when you want to say no, slowing down when you want to rest and maybe sleeping a little bit more during the winter, I feel it spills into the rest of your life. And then you start attracting loving, kind people that support you. And I was thinking of Benny Mathers, who's been with me for over eight years, maybe almost nine it's getting up there. We're almost in the double digits. And you've never let me down. Wow, I can't say that as 100%, Dina. There's been a couple times. <laughs> hey, when I march in with five musicians, and you're like, you said there'd be one. <laughs> True, and I made it happen. What I'm saying is is I'm not 100%. I am not hundred I know I've done it a couple times. I'm not going to like go back on all, all you know, of them, but you know, there's a couple things I might have not had ready, and it's usually nice to have that for you, so... I'll Usually that's it. me, and then you help me get ready. <laughs> so, I mean, oh. sure, but you know, we're all hu we're human. We make mistakes, mm -hmm. you know. Yep, but and I do know that as I practice self love, I attract people into my life that are are more. Uh, they value me more. How's that? Perfect. And so, joining us this morning is my very good friend, Professor Anthony Mana. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> it's good to be here. You've been on the show quite a bit, and we did figure out the mouse sound in back. Yes, yes, my mouse deterrents were causing 
radical problems <laughs> across the United States. <laughs> so I hope that, that that was it. I think that was it. Um, I don't hear anything now, so we're doing great. Okay, great, wonderful. I'm so happy. And Dina Marie, thank you for find you know for saying one day, what is that sound? And I said, that was Benny. like getting rid of my sound. I live in a log cabin that was built in 1928. And I live on eight acres of woods in Northeast Ohio. And we have a lot of mice, a lot of raccoons. The Recently, we had a rat <laughs> who was trying to eat my birds. <laughs> so, you know, so in other words, like, that's why I have that deterrent, because otherwise, you know, I would be carried away by the mouse, the mouse control patrol. So I'm just, I just have to watch myself. Well, what was great about it? I mean, it, it provided a nice signature sound that was consistent, which was a good rhythm. And I think it was <laughs> what the rats don't like. And when it comes to my equipment, I don't like it either. <laughs> I know. I remember. I distinctly remember. <laughs> it was great that we were able to figure that out, though. Yes, I love it. I'm so happy. Yeah. Two years later, we got it. <laughs> so yeah. Good. Well, I have to say, um, our her, our history, I say her story, history, uh, Anthony was on my show, uh, Lucas and the Game of Chance, a, a children's book, and I interviewed him uh, over two years ago. And I pre-interview and I talk to people a lot before the show because I want to know them. And we, this is during when we were kind of isolated. He lifted my spirits. We had such a great conversation. I remember the sun even came out that day and it was one of those things, it's, it's kind of a rarity where someone, it feels like you know them already and um, it was hard to hang up, but then we did the show. And um, so the chakras are this, if you have an aha moment, your crown chakra is open. And I was running a lot at that time, a couple of years, well, gosh, maybe two plus years ago. And after our interview, I thought, oh my God, I have an aha moment. I would love to talk with Anthony each week for an hour. This is what, the, what they told me about the chakras. So I used to do a seven week chakra course. And so I, you know, we'll just start with the crown chakra. So I get an idea, I look up, that's your crown chakra. And then I start thinking in my mind, my, my third eye, which is your brow chakra. Um, yeah, I'll just call him and see what happens. So it's an idea, it's an idea. And then my inner voice is my, my throat chakra. So my inner voice and my intuition are telling me to make a phone call to basically a stranger, right? And ask him if he'd like to talk to me every week for an hour about chakras. And so I'm thinking, my voice told me to do it. I know it's loud and clear. So I, I probably ran home and I picked up the phone and I called Anthony Mann and I said, hey, let's do this. And it's an idea. Now, the other chakras could have talked me out of it. And yeah. it would have been an idea and it would have just sat there. And it felt good talking to you on the phone. And you said you would like to do that. But what had you, you bought my book. He had bought my book, Our Energy Matters. And it is about chakras. So now our heart's in it. So that's your heart chakra. We really want to do this. We want to have this conversation. So our upper chakras are open. Then we make a phone call and a date. We set a date. So that's when you get out of your head into your solar plexus, which is below your heart. And that's when you get on the dance floor and you physically act on an idea. So we did it. And we started having these beautiful conversations. And so after the power chakra is your sacral, which is your hip area. And that's your support system, your relationships. We have always been on time. We've always been there for each other for over two plus years. And that's that tree trunk. So your chakras are now spinning. Things are starting to manifest. The root chakra is when you physically make the call, it's over. And then you go have another idea. 
But in the midst of it, Anthony started writing beautiful, beautiful things that so lifted my spirits. It's like, um, you're a professor of literature, but when you read them to me, it was like you reading to a kid, me, and was keeping my upper chakras all tuned up and you were missing that at the time and your throat chakra. So now our spirits are lifted and we started uh, uh, doing your readings once a week. And then you said, let's do a Zoom YouTube. And I said, no, <laughs> I don't want to, but we did it anyways. And I wasn't very good at the beginning and now I'm okay at it. Um, and we've done quite a few, but we had an idea. We worked on it together. We manifest each week. And now we're manifesting this, this radio show. But that's how your chakras work. If they're blocked, that's frustration. And, you know, I would have made, never made the call. I would have never talked to you again. Oh, my God, that breaks my heart right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's so, so true. I mean, it just blossomed, you know, and it just seems so right. I never even questioned it. I just thought, oh, of course, what the heck is a chakra? I mean, I was just like, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, all right. So. I, I had a, a life as an academic, but in an entirely different world, you know, and so this was like, and I started reading your book and I thought, I, there's a lot for me to learn. And so now 16, we're going into our 69th episode on uh, YouTube, um, you know, with the, the help of uh, Rick, Rick Light, who is uh, a book marketer and is helping me with uh, marketing my, my children's book. Uh, you know, and I hate to call it a children's book. It's a book for everybody. It's Lucas in the Game of Chance, you know. And what, what happened was, and I, I, I wrote about this. I'm, I'm reading my writing right now because I wrote about this. I said, um, I, uh, I, uh, I, Lady Grace, as I eventually christened her in the spirit of the celestial ordained manner she draws on to heal her seekers, her clients, talked with me on her show about my character's quest and heartfelt intention in Lucas and the Game of Chance, my illustrated fantasy story about loss and the hope for redemption and personal recovery. Well, oh my gosh, that fell right into your lap. I mean, that's your whole book is about, you know, taking people, asking people to wake up to their what, what they're losing, you know, when they're not loving themselves and loving others. And so I said, um, and so I, 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 the book, as I say, is marketed for eight to 12, but I mean, lots of older people are reading it because, well, you, the thing, the thing that I loved about it was your unique and care, and I'm reading again, your charismatic awareness of my story's spiritual revelations. And you, you, you were one that found that for me so deeply in keeping with the theme that it's never too late to make things right. And for reassuring uncovering of the influence of the talking dancing snake lambros my highly evolved good-hearted serpent who serves as a mentor lucas my flawed but determined hero who on his journey goes to look for destiny sun and moon and so I, after ha having you here, you were saying all this, and I thought, I got to find out who this lady is. And so I found a copy of her trustworthy, honored, and soulful wonder of a book, captivatingly titled, Our Energy Matters, second title, The Art of Crystal Reading. And I'm thinking, crystal reading? Where am I, lady? 
which and and her third title boldly entices her readers to learn quote how to manifest your heartfelt intentions and i said that's too much <laughs> it was it was amazing you know it was so amazing and i i just thought i i ha i need to study you know I need to study. i'm going to go back to school chakra doses crystal choices healing breaths inspired by sanctified connections to personal powers you know and that that's that's so that's your book her book opened the way to an illuminated sanctuary where i stood awakened to the energy brought on uh-uh uncovered by gazing into prisms of glorified multicolored crystals that's the cover of your book it's so enticing people want to eat it spirited earth found pieces of earthy consciousness and then i and then i started asking you maybe you could stop right now when i said to you where did this all come from the the crystal idea and yeah and oh, I love, I love your because stories. i collected them yeah i collected them with my kids yeah and then there was an ashtray wasn't mm -hmm. there in your car or something so I was an undercover metaphysic bookstore lady. <laughs> so I'd go, I'd take the kids to the like a, a park or something, but on the way I'd go pick up a book uh, to the beach or something and I'd get my rock and I'd put it in my ashtray and then I'd read my spiritual books while they played and swam. And uh, But after a while, the rocks uh, accumulated and if we were sitting there waiting for one of the kids to get out of school or sports to be over, I'd have them pick a rock and then I would know what the color meant and I would know what the actually like an amethyst, rose quartz, tiger's eye, what they meant. And so I read the, the children. So that's, it started as the rock game. Yeah, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Yeah, it's the genesis of something so powerful. And then, and then um, you know, what, what I, I, I adore is the back cover of your book. For me, you call it the cheat sheet. And, you know, I, I just love it because on the right-hand side, and the left-hand side, the right-hand side, the chakras, uh, it's so clear as I, as I started studying and learning this, the chakras, here they are. And this is where you are. This is where you're supposed to be when they're all in sync. Then the left side, which I could identify with a lot at times is when you're blocked, you know, when the chakras are blocked, you know, and then you, you, you talk about the prescriptions, you know, the remedies, you know, uh, you know, what can you do? Well, then in your book, you have those two wonderful pages that I go back to all the time. I mean, you know, go on a date with yourself, buy yourself flowers, <laughs> sing to yourself, you know, and uh, and then also the, the concept uh, that I, I find. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing that this afternoon because the sun is shining at last and I can go outside is the idea of take something that is. What I don't know what annoys you, brings you down, etc., and burn it. You know, now what does that mean? I thought you said, Well, I told you about this journal I had been keeping in a period of my life when I was in a very bad, destructive relationship. And you said, Take, take it, take that, that, uh, that journal, go outside and burn it. You know, and I thought, Yeah. Let me try that. And then you also, we talked about my father and I was saying how my relationships, you know, every, every parent, and he was a good man, but you know, what are you going to do? I mean, they're human and you expect much more and you don't get everything you want, you know? So I said, and you said, write a letter to him and then burn it. 
and I, I still have that note on my desk here. I haven't gone that because I'm I'm writing other things these days. But anyway, I was just like ablaze with a growing consciousness about loving myself, you know. And uh, and I just I felt like that I had um, I had come. I, I say to you, I say to you here, Lady Grace morphed into a celestial alchemist, you know, <laughs> or you could say metaphys. You use the word metaphysical. Today, and I think that that's also another one beckoning me to contemplate color choice, which set off my spark marked awareness, similarly experienced by folks who come to her on her island haven to open and explore the conditions, aspirations, healthfulness and maladies, meaning their blockages of heart and mind energies. As a celestial alchemist, Dina Marie assumes the role of a gifted spirit spiritual mentor, counselor, confidant. I am one among those whose spirits are lifted by her ecstatic belief in the phenomena of safe being, love being, transform being, healing, healing, healing. Alleluia, alleluia, amen. 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 <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, you make my heart sing and I acted on something you bought the book you acted on you had an idea you didn't have to buy the book either it was so magical our dance and again it was times we were isolated you and I've never even met in person and I feel like I've known you for many lifetimes I mean I really it's such a beautiful gift that we have and I think the first the first chakra we would have worked on was your crown chakra yeah and all I said was to write five intentions a day and five blessings yeah Yes, and that's been very powerful for me. I mean, I, it's becoming a habit, which I, I'm glad of, you know, that when I go into a meditative stance, um, I always think of what is my heartfelt intention for the day. And it's and it, it really ranges. It's amazing, you know, and it's not always about the same thing. I mean, sometimes it can, it can be just very simple that I need to be more patient with myself as a writer, you know, or be more patient with my, my adult son, you know. And that type of thing. But then the other business of name five, that has that has been so wonderful. I mean, I do things like five, five foods, <laughs> you know, or, you know, five, <clears throat> five people who give me energy. Five people that I give energy to, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it goes, it's wonderful. And sometimes I run out of fingers. I go one, two, um, five, wait a minute, <laughs> can, I, can I go on <laughs> seven and eight? And midway somewhere a year ago, we did a radio show and you looked up for the very first time. So <laughs> you were struggling with a, a crown chakra issue because we were all, everything we wanted to do, right? Remember I told you, I felt like I had a shock collar on like the dogs during yes. this thing, because every time I had a great idea, I, I couldn't do it. So I just got to a point where you just don't have aha moments, which was, I did have some in my, my family life and with you, but to have a, an event or to do something creative was getting it was getting hard i couldn't do my healing work so one day during a show you looked up so then i knew your crown chakra was open yeah yeah and 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 so that's so interesting because that's becoming a habit too you know if i i mean i have to go outside uh it's raining i have to go get the trash pail from the road and bring it down and i'm like you know and then i just stop and i just think it doesn't matter. It's who cares if it's raining? You know, just look up because I'm surrounded by eight acres of these these woods. They're magical, 
you know, and uh, and every single time I just see the dancing of the leaves and I see the foxtrot of the mice. <laughs> you know, literally literally the raccoons there there's something else you know they're the you, you had a turkey at your window oh that was the most startling experience that was like early in the morning before even just at the break of day and i i got up early to try to write i got up early to write not try i was writing <laughs> and i look out the window that looks out to the woods past my computer and there's a turkey at the window gobble gobble and i and i said i'm a vegetarian and i promise i will do nothing to you so what do you want from me gobble gobble you're like i come in peace (laughs) i come in peace right well and the beauty is that you live on we both live on acreage we both live in cottages or cabins and it's just we have so much in common and we shouldn't, but we do. And I think that's the most it. magical thing. <laughs> we shouldn't, but we do. We that's, do. That's, that's really funny. We shouldn't. I know. I So I say here, she, Dina Marie, Lady Grace, as I call her, simply urges her seekers to stop. Yes, to completely stop, relax the body, gently breathe, and let go. For these actions or non-actions are keys to freedom. And I... Freedom. I thought, <laughs> Freedom, and that that uh, that's like you know that's like that's like my my reading of of uh, mindfulness. That's like that's my reading of uh, the the Buddhist the Buddhist priests and nuns that I read uh, to try to help me understand myself and the world I live in. And then I said, did I say did I say proceed simply? Well, dance with me, hee haw, ho, midst a sidestep glide over to Lady Grace's ordained belief in how to sanction the health of the seventh chakra, the profound crown chakra, where a seeker living healthfully is open-minded, equanimous, equin, that word I hate. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Calm and composed, inspired and spiritually connected. And her prescription is for jump-starting the crown chakra. She wrote, talk to an angel, meditate, be still, listen, trust your inner knowing. And I thought, you know, I think we probably have to take some of these writings that we were 69 of them now and um, publish them somewhere. So what is the, and I asked you the question at this time, what is the importance of stillness, stopping, meditating to summon the electrifying crown chakra energy? All I know is this, my crown chakra just went ding, 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 and I looked up, okay? You just did it again. This whole time you kept saying you couldn't write and we had writer's block and you were struggling and stressing and you just said, we have a book. Yeah. I know, I know. That's so, that's so well, good. We do. Oh God, it, it, it are so. If you want to like open your higher chakra, so the brow chakra is what you focus on. So during this too, I said turn off the news, turn off the news, and that's why you go outside and you look up, and now you're looking up. We have a book. We have a book, and you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think we both wrote it. You know. Um, but I just, I just think that the the whole like you know the whole meditative stance that you you call for 
is is uh you know is, is what we need to do for ourselves because that's where i think loving kindness comes from when we mm -hmm. start stepping aside sitting down doing the in-breath and the out-breath and just you know staying with ourselves and just you know i just i don't know what celebrate myself uh uh you know you know stop being confessional and more you know what more open to who i am mm -hmm. you know and, uh, when when my partner says to me you're a very giving person and i want to go no no don't say that because the nuns told me that that's called pride and he'll say that's called bs now i know i know and then and that's what we've been working on we're actually wearing the same color which is so funny it's it's like a beautiful dark pink actually is what we're wearing and i Mine actually has a heart on it, it says love. So I don't know what's <laughs> going on here, but I think we'll, we'll do is we'll take our break. But what I really want to do is kind of go through the chakras, that how we went through them together. Because the throat chakras, you know, you and I talking to how we feel and moving through them. But again, us finishing projects every time, it's 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 a heaven on earth. How's that? That's beautiful. Yay. It's so we're gonna take our we're gonna take our break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Lies beneath me So discreetly Slip into this life Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island Time is waiting for you. Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength, wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Parenting can be a paradox. The longer you're a parent, the better you get. But connecting with your child can get harder and harder. My name is Jeff Falzone. As a father, I've personally experienced this challenge myself. After working as a therapist for 20 years, I've developed an exciting approach to parenting that will transform how you connect with your child. I'd love to talk to you about it. Read about my approach and contact me for a free consultation at jefffalzonecoaching.com. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening.
Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie, and joining me is Professor Anthony Mana. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're Ooh, right. that, is, that is Ben Shaw. We will hear that song at the very end of the show, the whole song, and I invite you to listen to that and go visit his uh, website, thebenshaw.com. Ah, Can't read my own writing. So we're going to move through the chakras. We went to uh, the crown chakra. We spent some time on that, which is really important. That's your connection to your higher self, God, whatever. I don't care. Call it nature, whatever you want to call it. This energy that flows through the top of your head. Then you turn off the news. You go outside, you look up, and you count your blessings, and you see the things that are working in your mind's eye, which is your brow chakra. And then your inner voice. So if you have a, a voice that's like worrying or telling you you can't do something or you're dumb or stupid or thinking of the future or replaying the past, it's kind of broken. So if you're in uh, your present moment, which you brought up meditation and you're stealing your mind and it's quiet, then your intuition kicks in. And when the intuition kicks in, it's short and sweet. Give Anthony Mann a call. Talk about chakras. Okay. All right. And then I do, I don't talk myself out of it. And then my throat chakra reaches out to Anthony by phone. And I use my throat chakra the way God intended it, which is what I wrote in my book. God did not intend us to gossip, talk trash none of that it's like you use your mouth when it's needed to express yourself on how you feel which is your heart chakra so now because we've been talking for two plus years you and i've talked about our feelings so now all those chakras are spinning we have someone that we can engage our upper chakras and then when we're done with our phone call you go off and you do what you say you're going to do and then we get back together which is the sacral and we support each other and then we keep manifesting these beautiful lofty thoughts. If something's closed, then maybe you and I won't have a great conversation. If your heart's closed, then when we're having a conversation, you're, you and I are always talking about how someone's trying to hurt us, right? Yeah. So through the years, we've learned to love ourselves. It has been years. Oh yeah, quite a few, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that, you know, you know, you know, a lot of what vibrates in your book is um, positive, positive energy. That's that's why I appreciate it so much. And especially the stories you tell of people who have come to you, your clients, I call them your seekers. And they um, and those stories are so enlivened by your positive energy to help these people awaken to themselves. And to find solace within their own, their own personal sanctuary. And uh, I just, I find that so, um, it has been such a support, you know, to, to, to realize that it's never too late. As I said, in the, I think one of the themes of my book is it's never too late. You know, and as you, every time you speak, I start to see pictures in my mind's eye. And I miss doing my healing because it's not me. So if I'm doing my healing work with other humans, I'm opening up all my chakras. I'm being inspired to say the, the right thing. And sometimes I'll say something, I have no idea what I just said. 
you know, it's not really me, it's me channeling um, spirit, energy, the good stuff. And my heart's open, so my intentions are, are pure. If my heart was closed, my intentions might be money or something like that, you know, or trying to fix people. But when I do my healing work, um, once I was running Mount Adams and I get this beautiful angelic thing that said, more of us need to show up in um, physical form. Spiritual light beings need to work through us. So if we're open to the angels and if we look up and we see the sun and the moon and the stars and we're thankful, God gets to come through. And then we channel that energy and then it's heaven on earth. And that's what we came here to do is love each other. Yeah. And uh, yeah, inspired. There's one aspect, there's one line in your book, inspired or in spirit. You know, and I, I mean, I love how you flip that out because it's like, um, that's exactly where we have to go, you know, is, is, is to in our, in our spirit. You know, and to realize that we can do that is, you know, or you give somebody the permission to do that. Let me say it that way in your, in your book. I think that's what I like so much is that you're saying, go ahead, take this, you know, uh, and, and there's, there's other, um, there are other very deeply spiritual quotations that I, I, I draw on about being in that, being in that, that spiritual place, um, and and it's a it's it's a it's a it's solace, you know. It's a it's solace and it's um, it's care, care for the soul, for yourself, you know. And I I just I I love I, I love I love learning that as you're channeling it in your book. You know, and I came up with the live backwards is evil. You oh know, yeah. Fell backward is evil. And what I got from it is if we are, you know, hiding out in our houses and we're not connecting with human beings and we're not listening to our intuition, we're actually part of the problem because intuition is going to tell you to do something like call your mom and you haven't talked to her for 15 years. And you're like, no, not today. I don't want to. But then it's the right day. Or it's always going to have you do something that's going to stretch your boundaries and, and it's, it's going to make you have some courage and do something you would no, never normally never do. And that's why if I can get, I would say, get my head on straight. That's why we exercise. And then I get that ding, 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 aha moment. I always know what to do and it's inspired by above. So it's always right. And it always um, reverberates, you know, the synchronicities are there, the three, the winks from the universe and you're all, it's magical. And then you get to a point where maybe you're going too fast and you don't get the winks. So that's when we stop, slow down, get back on track and then move ahead. So if you don't know what to do, inspiration hasn't got through, then don't do anything. Yeah, that's, we just read, remember, I think it was like the last session we had on YouTube um, where I read that poem and I said, does this sound very radical to you? Because he was saying, stop. Don't think about yesterday. Don't think about tomorrow. Don't do, just relax, you know. And, and I thought, wow. I mean that that you know that's really. I mean, in, in my estimation, that's a very radical way of thinking about living a life because we're so enforced to carry on, carry on, make more money, do more this, do more that, you know. And then it took me a long time. And now, in my old age, I'm beginning to understand. I have to go there, you know, and uh, and just realize that, uh, and especially because if I'm working on a story, 
you can, I can't force it. You know, I've, I've got to just allow it to channel itself through me. And so um, I, I just keep, I have uh, three, right now, three characters in the family that are in this one story. And I'm just talking to them a lot, you know, and asking them to, um, I don't know, necessarily inspire, but give me the direction I need. And then I was thinking, what am I going to do with this character, this Theron? I named him Theron, and he's going to be the imposter. He's going to be a person who rips off identity from his friend. And uh, and I thought, now what do I do? And then all of a sudden it came to me, he's going to jump onto the running board of the wagon that his friend is. <laughs> and I got him up there and I thought, that's terrific. I love it. I love the image. He just jumps up there and he goes, hi. <laughs> and he oh, wants I wish you could watch this. So when you were thinking about what was blocked, you're, you actually squished your third eye and <laughs> a line through it. <laughs> And then as soon as you, you said you got it, you're, you looked up and then you're, it all relaxed, right? So that's yeah. one way you can tell if your your uh, third eye is blocked is if you have this big crease right here in the middle of your forehead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and, that's, so and that, that's when you go outside or play or, or do, and I, I actually got back, I got, I got my mojo, whatever. I just got my mojo back. So when spirit starts giving you all these aha moments, then you physically have to act. So you can get, I get overwhelmed. It's almost like you're living in white light and it's going so fast that you don't, uh, you can't ground yourself. So last yeah. two days ago, I slept 12 hours. I had to because energy was coming through me so quickly. It was um, difficult to keep up with it, which is good. Cause I mean, I'm back, you know, all my synchronicities and all, but there's also that point where um, your higher chakras are, are the lighter intangible energy root chakra is like your relationships, your physical body, the world around you. Um, so we want to get the energy flowing through you, but not so quickly where you kind of lose your mind. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that, yeah, no, that, yes, that makes so much, especially when you say lose your mind, because I think it's more than your mind that you're losing, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you're just, you're out of sync. And, uh, and, and, and it's, you, you, there's so many quotes, quotations in your, well, I mean, it's your writing. It's I see them as quotations, you know. But it's like you you often bring that up that that it's uh they these these chakras need to be in sync with one another, and you know, and then that and then you're truly living, you know. And I and I the um the, the next Zoom that we're doing, the next episode, I draw on that quotation. Um, you know, at some point, because I, I, I mean, I think that that's, that's also an illumination about where to be and how to be, you know, it's like, it's, it's as important as looking up. And all these things, you didn't know what sync meant <laughs> before you didn't look up and you saying no to somebody was nearly impossible. And we have been dealing, dealing with your throat chakra and your heart chakra, mainly your throat and your power chakra, right? to love yourself from your heart and tell a physician or someone who thinks they have power over you. Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah. No, I, I think that's so important. And uh, that you, br you bring that up a lot and you talk about um, when, when, when we're doing something that we don't want to do or making a choice that we don't want to make. You know, and I, I, I can see it now because I think what happens is it just, it, it throws me off. It's like off the rail, you know, and it doesn't feel good and it's gloomy and, you know, and then, um, 
what, what I do is go outside again, look up or, you know, go back into a meditation, you know, and, and give myself that, that sense of awareness that it's okay to be who I am. And you have relationships, Dawn and I, and we say, Anthony, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, Anthony, just say no. And, and then that, that's support. You need people to say, well, what, why don't you just do it anyways? Or we could say something like, just quit talking about it. Go do it anyways. And it's things like you're volunteering for. And you really would rather spend your time doing something else yeah. that benefits you. And that's really self-love because the energy that comes, how do I say? So this is what I've learned. If I bend over backwards for people and do things, they always treat me poorly. And it always ends up badly. And I'm selling myself out. I'm actually betraying myself. I spent my whole life doing that. Didn't work out very well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that that, you know, as, uh, as an academic at a university for so many years, I, I, it was so easy to fall into that trap, you know, because they, what, what happens is you're told that this is what you're supposed to do, you know, and it was only in the moments that I stepped away from that. And I did things like go into a classroom with little kids and do research, so-called research with them, you know, about story making or, you know, whatever, living through story, you know, and uh, I even had a boss in when I was teaching in this, in, when I was teaching in Greece, and uh, I was going to go into this first grade classroom, and he told my colleague that that was below myself. Why would I do that? Yeah, I know. And I, I, that always has always stayed with me. Now, I, I like that man. I really did. He was a, a good man to me in many ways. But it was just that it was such a cultural difference that um, and I, you know, and I, 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 I thought to myself, wait a minute, should I do this? And then I thought, what? I, of course, I'm not going to I'm going to go in that classroom. I'm going to be with those kids for an entire year, a couple of days a week. And I'm going to learn a lot from them about Greek culture and about Greek life. And, and it, it turned out to be beautiful. And we, you know, and I, 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 I guarantee I, I gathered stuff, you know, academically because of it. And that pleased other people too, the people who judged me for my, um, my right to be there. <laughs> and, and, and it probably lifted your spirit. So one of my prescriptions is, you know, if you're having issues with force versus flow, Find that thing you love to do. That's why I hang around with musicians and artists because these older people say, uh, you know, I'm not as happy as I used to be, but I used to play piano or I used to play guitar and then they pick it up. And now they're, you know, touring or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. They found joy again in, in creating and that makes the rest of your life better. So the more I do the things I enjoy, I'm going to uh, attract that energy, right? The multiverse. And that's, I guess, you know, I wasn't in a good place when um, I was still doing my show when I met you. Uh, that was keeping my spirits high. I have no idea where I was at. <laughs> I, just hold, I can't remember this couple years sometimes, but I know that I was here in nature. I was going to the beach every day. I mean, I had mother nature to myself. And, you know, that's my my spirit lifting activity. So oh, yeah. I was yeah. pretty happy. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that comes up a lot. And I. I, I've talked about that several times in my writing in relationship to you because it uh, it also comes up in your book. I mean, the fact that you're you you find a great deal of sanctuary and solace and beauty in nature. 
you know. And, and I spent a lot of time yeah, on the yeah. beach in the woods. And so I think our very first conversations, I was always out and about walking in the woods. Um, and sometimes, right, right. Some, sometimes some of your writings, I'd be sitting there because there's nobody anywhere. I mean, literally everyone was locked in. They didn't want to leave their houses. And uh, you would talk about the trees dancing and all of a sudden the trees would start dancing. Yeah. And then the sun would come out and I'm like this, you can't make this up. This is so bizarre. Yeah, I know. And and I, I just, I, I and I, I felt that you could understand that, you know, that, that it wasn't a ludicrous idea to think of the dance of, the dance of the trees, the dance of nature, um, you know, and the fact that you love to dance and I have always loved to dance, you know, and uh, even, even in my middle age, I started taking dance classes, uh, you know, <laughs> when I think about that, I mean, I drove two hours when I lived in Maine, I was at the university there, I drove two hours to take an hour and a half dance class late at night and then i drove back and then of course the next day i had to start I, I i went into a classroom and taught and it was like how did i ever do that but it was so i remember just being in that dance studio with those people and just rolling onto the floor and jumping up and doing everything the director the choreographer was telling us to do and it was just it was gosh i wish i had done this when i was 12. <laughs> yes but let's go back to let's say the healing work I do, hypnotherapy and all this other stuff, it always goes back to a parent. You know, I'm not saying it's it's just life. Things start to weigh on us. And it's the kid who's very, uh, I talk too much and blah, blah, blah. And then all my, my mom says, you know, shut up, <laughs> don't talk. It's better to be seen, not heard, or don't even, I don't even want to see you. <laughs> so pretty soon you're you're invisible in your room every day. And then you you're get muted. It, yeah, Dina doesn't talk in class. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you talking in class? It's like, oh God, well, you told me not to, so I'm not. Now I have to? I'm so confused. But it's just yeah. like breaking those those habits. And you were actually in the priesthood at one point. So they taught you to look down. So getting you to look up again, it took us some sessions, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the whole idea of humility is such a is such a scare in so many ways, you know, that that you thrive on humility. And I think that that is that's a misnomer you know i mean i th i think that what we need to thrive on is self-love compassion mm -hmm. you know and and learning and learning to feel for other people and yourself and, and like how do you know you're practicing self-love oh boy you know because all the pieces are fitting that's the way i look at it i just feel like i i'm here right now I'm I'm aware right now. I'm living in these moments right now. I'm 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 being good to myself, and because of that, I'm being good to others. Um, I'm, my compassion uh, is is rising. You know, when I think of people in Ukraine right now, and I I, I want to cry. I'm thinking that I, that's my place of learning self love. And that's a good one too. Like when we talk, you touch your heart a lot. That's, you know, if you, like I said, those talking heads, turn off the sound and see if they touch their heart ever while they're telling you the news. And I can guarantee you they won't. But if you see someone passionate and they're giving a talk and they touch their heart, they're, they're, you want to listen. You want to mm -hmm. listen to that. Yeah. And so it's really important that we, we want to be around people whose heart are open. But if you've been hurt, you're going to close it, right? And then if you don't want to open it, and that's why I love doing Reiki, 
we get to touch each other again. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, can, I can understand that. And, and touching is a good word for it. I mean, because the touching goes not to your own heart and then uh, beyond. And, you know, you're making me realize how often in the story that I'm working on right now that uh, people are constantly uh, taking their hands and bringing it like a prayer, I say, to the heart area, you know, or touching the heart and then bow, you know, bowing in mm -hmm. a sense of respect. Uh, you know, and it's, I do it a lot. And I thought maybe I'm doing it too much, but it just <laughs> seems to be important to me that these people are, they're recognizing each other from the heart. You know, and I, I think that's a, uh, and that means that they are in touch with their own love to be able to share it with others, you know, and, um, and, I, and I like that. I'm just going to keep it and let an editor tell me it's too much, manna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like all my exclamation points, I'm like, dang, yes. Dina, you, you know that I do. Knock it off. <laughs> Too many exclamation points, but I'm trying to get something through, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Out. But you know, and you were mentioning the other day that all of a sudden you just start crying. And I've been crying a lot because I'm emptying out some, I'm starting to remember, you know, all the things I couldn't do because I get to do them again. Um, but that's another healthy way to know if you are crying and spontaneously. Right. So you cry when you want to, because we were told not to cry. I mean, I had asthma, sore throats. I wasn't able to express myself. If a child, someone died, they, I think they committed suicide on TV. And I saw that that's seven. I'm bawling. And my mom was angry. I mean, you, it's like, you know, so you get to a point where you, you have dis-ease. Yes. So of course I have sore throats and, oh gosh, I just never do that. If I want to cry, I'm going to cry. Oh, absolutely. And it's, uh, I give you permission. Thank you. And you give me, <laughs> of course, you give me permission. Yeah, you know, and and it's um, when I think of when I think of some of the terror, that's the thing that really gets to me. When I think of the terror, because that seems to be the very opposite of self love. It's that destructive, you know, wherever that comes to the soul, who who whoever with whom whoever. And 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 the exercise is when you're doing something, how does it feel? Right now, my heart is singing. I feel good. I almost want to cry a little bit. Anyways, yeah. I feel great. And so this is uh, how I know my heart's open. You and I, our relationship will continue. And it's it's just a joy. How's that? A blessing. Yes. And so I want to tell everyone about our uh, it's Anthony L. Mana on YouTube. So you can check out our our, our videos, which I, I watch them when I'm down sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. it's anthonymanabooks.com um, you want to reach out to Anthony and you can also uh, there's some interview with me and get to know Anthony a little bit better um, I'm dina-marie.com if you want to come out here to Woodby Island it's still a beautiful place to be even the winter you get here easily compared to the summer so you can reach out to me there we're going to end the show with uh, Ben Shaw Love Lays Lying I invite you to uh, go to his website thebenshow.com any last words, Anthony Manna? This has been a this has been a joy, you know. And I feel the same way. I feel like, oh, I'm going to carry on. Thank you. I'm all right. Thanks a lot. Here I go. Okay, everybody, thank you. And uh, I guess you know. And also this this piece here, I wrote the very beginning of it is e guler e yasham, which is good day, good life to our Turkish viewers and listeners. <laughs> And I'm going to blow you a kiss because that's my new thing now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, Benny.
Join us next week for more people, place, and activities that will lift your spirits. Yeah.